We did have an amazing interview. I have to tell you, she sent me the questions late last night that she wanted to pursue. I was so impressed. The questions are really great. They were very thoughtful questions. They pointed to someone who is a thinker and someone who is reaching for, you know, the spiritual ground you and I have talked about and worked on. She comes out from that ground, the, the, the ground of self-inquiry. This is the perfect way to start your day, start your business, start your life, change your mentality, understand where your powerfulness comes from. She can help you get there. She gives great advice. She has so much wisdom, so much that you can learn from her. I feel more powerful, in control, and more creative after listening to Sabrina's podcast. I wish I were creating this podcast. Welcome to the Success with Sabrina podcast, sponsored by Time Strategic Consulting Group. Hear from successful businessmen and businesswomen and how they became successful, sharing tips and techniques with you to foster change and build success with ease and flow, helping you overcome your toughest trials and biggest challenges to finally go for it and make money and create the epic life that you deserve. To get more information about our consulting, public speaking, and business success membership club, go to www.timestrategic.com. Welcome to Success with Sabrina podcast, where we help you define what success means to you. I have a very special guest today, all the way from Great Britain. Her name is Sammy Blindell, and I've been fortunate enough to be part of her Brand Builders Club for eight months now and have been receiving such an amazing value from it, sharing, collaborating with entrepreneurs from all over the world. Sammy has a current following of over 50,000 entrepreneurs and business owners. Uh, she is a author, a multi-award winning international speaker, and there is so much that she can give the world with her beautiful, huge heart. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sammy, for being on the show today. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. And what a great end to the week this is, to go into the weekend. Yes, absolutely. Really, really exciting. Well, Sammy, so... I have you heard this saying before, and I thought that was so beautiful. You said, you will never be deprived while someone else gains. Yeah. And did you experience at one point when you, in your entrepreneurial life that you were, um, you know, coming from a point of like, there isn't enough. I just can't give it all. Then they're going to become my competitors. <laughs> uh, gosh, there's so many times. <laughs> so many times that that's happened um certainly in the earlier days of me you know I started my first business back in 2002 I've built 10 companies now and a couple of my businesses are now global so I still experience these uh, moments you know I remember um last year we, we, we went through quite a traumatic three years as a family with deaths and you know probate and selling houses and law stuff you know due to the house and and stuff like that and so it was a really tough couple of years and um and I remember, uh, not the Christmas just gone, Christmas before, I was stood in the kitchen and I, I was just melting down. I was having a massive meltdown. And my husband, he came into the kitchen at that moment and, um, 
uh, you know, I'm just like snot bubbles and <laughs> I'm not the prettiest sight at all. And he just puts his hands on my shoulders and he says, what, what's happening? What's happening? And I said, and this was like a week before Christmas. And what happened was we'd gone through a period of massive investment. Like we'd invested literally everything we had mm. into the growth of Brand Builders Club. We put everything into it. And so I'd gone from having, um, you know, a, a lot of thousands of pounds, dollars and euros coming in through how to build a brand. We had our magazine that we were publishing every month. We had all this stuff going on. And then I stopped that. So I pretty much switched the tap off of that for a time so that I could focus 100. I, I'm a great believer, like focus 100 percent of your attention in one thing. Pick a lane. Focus your attention on that because then you're going to get 100% success back. Otherwise, if you're dividing your attention between multiple businesses and you, or products and you're doing it too much, well, you diversify, you die. So there are, there are times to diversify and there, there are times not to do that. And so, you know, whilst launching the Brand Builders Club, we needed to put all of our everything we had into building the growth of that and the membership platform and everything. And I remember standing in the kitchen and I was having a massive meltdown and Greg's like, what, what, what's wrong? How can I help? And I just went, I, I, um, it was about 2001. It must've been 2001. Cause I started my first business, 2002, 2001 Christmas. And I remember I'd been made redundant. So I'd been laid off from the business, the business I was working for, they'd been over trading. They'd been spending more than they had coming in. Oh. They made 50 employees redundant in one hit. We get marched into this office, told that we haven't got a job anymore. We're not going to get paid for what we've done so far because there's no money in the business. The receivers had come in. That was it. Company was folded. Go home. This was like the 5th of December or something. It was just before Christmas. So, and I remember that feeling, that horrendous gut-wrenching feeling. It's almost the same feeling as when you lose your phone. You know, when you misplace your phone, <laughs> it's like there's that feeling where your heart just goes, like, what have I done with it? Have I lost it? Um, and it was that kind of feeling. And I remember going through that. It was the worst Christmas ever of my life. I'm, a, I'm so big on contribution. And I love buying presents for my family. And that Christmas, I couldn't afford to buy presents for anyone. And I, I, that was the lowest point, I think, of my life back then was me not being able to contribute, not feeling like I could. You know, and I, I love making stuff. I didn't ever even have the money to buy craft materials. I didn't have the money to do anything. And that was like, God, I can feel that feeling in my stomach right now as I'm talking about that. And here we are, right? That's 2001. We're now in 2018, seven years later. No, 17 years later is that. 17 years later. No, it can't be. 2001. 2020, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> My maths is terrible, by the way. Um, I'm a creative, clearly. And so I'm standing there and I'm having this conversation with Greg and I went, I can't believe that we're in the same position that I was in all those years ago. How is it? that I've built everything that I've built? How is it that I've got members all over, over the world? How is it that I've got all of this stuff that I've built and I can't afford to buy Christmas presents for us and any of the kids this year? Like in a week, I had a week and I didn't have the money to spend anything. And I felt like I'd failed. I felt like the biggest failure ever in the world. And I could have totally carried that. 
but I do have the most amazing husband. That's what, is what I call him the champion, right? He's my champion. He's an amazing champion for me. He's champion for others. And, and he said something in that moment that was so powerful. Now I could have been totally in my pity party and I could have stayed there throughout the whole of Christmas. But he says this to me, he said, Sammy, do you realize how much we've invested in this business in the last 30 days? You can't tell me that you don't have any money. You do have money. What you've done is you've chosen to do the things today that other people won't so that you and me and the kids can have the life that other people can't. We'll get through this Christmas. We'll be fine. It all will be well. He said, you know, Sammy, I believe in the universe. I think it's got our back. God's got our back. Spirit's got our back. We're all good. Wow. And and in that moment, right, I, I'm just like, at first I'm like, okay, you know, and like my brain's going, no. <laughs> and like, you know, when you're nodding, but your, your brain, you know, you have got to process it and catch up with it. And actually within like five minutes, I really got what he was saying. And it reminds me of this brilliant quote that you, you I don't know if you've seen it, but if you go and Google Elon Musk uh, quote, and you will find his quote online. And he says something like, and I can't remember exactly, but he says something, there's a picture of his head, there's a profile of his head, and right next to it says something like, um, sold PayPal for $80 billion, uh, put 40000 sorry, $40 million into SpaceX, put X amount of dollars into blah, couldn't afford rent. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, you are so flipping right. That is so right. Because when you are so committed that you that there's no plan B, and that's how I am, right? I'm committed to something or I'm not committed at all. And for me, it's like there is no plan B. If you remove a plan B, if you just go for it, and instead of having five ideas, commit to focusing on that one idea. Commit to it in full. Commit to it completely and give everything to it. But that can be at the cost of other things. And as an entrepreneur, it's so important that we realize we're not a failure if we don't have something. We're a success because we just chose to divert our attention onto something else. And, and that was a big lesson that Greg taught me that day. So in a roundabout way, I hope that story conveys that no matter where you are or how high up you are or how many businesses you've built or how successful or how rich or any of those things, it doesn't matter. You still find yourself in, in those times when that's when you need to have somebody who's packing your parachute. That's when you need to have somebody that holds that mirror up and says, hang on a minute. <laughs> and, and if you haven't got that person, find that person. Yes. Or be that person for yourself. Be that person. Right? Talk yep. to Sabrina. Until you find it, there you go. But you know, um, I think it was like 170 million actually to PayPal. And guys, you know, that is such a cool story, Sam. Sammy, thank you so much for sharing. You know, it, it reminds us all that we as entrepreneurs need to be committed to the game. Yeah. You guys really like this is what it's all about, right? The people that do it just for the money, they will not survive. And that's why we see so many businesses failing because you know what? You will have those moments where you really got to put everything into it, your energy, your time, and your money. And, you know, that commitment, that kind of commitment really takes a serial entrepreneur, just like Elon Musk, right? And even him with 170,000 or, yeah, million. million. 
not even thousand exactly. It's a lot of it's a lot of dollar. It's a lot of zeros. <laughs> a lot of zeros. <laughs> yes. So Sammy, that is, uh, you know, one thing that you talk a lot about in the Brand Builders Club is that we have to start with the end in mind, right? Now, how do I, how do you go about it? Like getting a clear vision. Yeah. Uh, the way I best like to think about the vision is I imagine that I'm sitting on a cloud or wherever it is that we go when we leave this earth suit behind and we go up wherever it is. Uh, I just I just have this visualization of, of sitting on a cloud and I'm looking down at the world, at the universe that I've created. And I it's way beyond my time, like 100 years from now, sitting on the cloud. And I'm looking down and I'm seeing all of the lives of the people who I was the one dropped for, who I created that ripple effect for. And really seeing what changes did they make in their life as a result of my existence? What changes did they make? What transformation did they they make? Why are their lives better? How are their lives better as a result of me taking my pain and turning it into something that would speed up their process and accelerate them to get where they want to be without making all the painful mistakes, going through the fear and the failure and the, the F-ups and all of those things. They don't need to because I've already done that. <laughs> I've trodden right. the path. I can help them to avoid those things, you know, do it in a short amount of time instead of the 20 years or whatever that it's taken me to make those mistakes. So for me, it's about really, um, you know, if I'm going to be the brand that I want to see in the world, if I'm going to be the drop, the ripple that I want to see in the world, then what effect will that ripple have created in a hundred years from now? So I really, I'm sitting on the cloud, I'm looking down and I'm thinking, you know, wow, look at that. Oh my God, those clients, their lives changed. Look at what they went on to do. Look at how many lives they went on to touch because I showed up for them. Wow. And look at them and them and them. And it, it becomes millions and millions of people. So you go from, um, you know, I've supported or coached this one person to do this one thing. They've created a podcast who then goes on to impact 100,000 people. Out of those 100,000 people that listen to the podcast, a thousand of those went and changed their lives because they changed their lives that changed the lives of the people that they were serving. And it's a massive ripple effect. So I really love to, to step into the future 100 years from now and think about how can you create legacy in every moment instead of waiting until you have died and you're sitting on that cloud. What if we could create a legacy in every moment and, and be that ripple for someone each and every day? And if that was just one person, who would be your ripple wow. today? That is so powerful. And you come back to today and you just start on that. It's like, you know, who can you hold the door open for? You've just made an impact. You've just created a ripple for that. That person might have had the most terrible morning and you then smiled at them. That yeah. smile is your legacy. That yeah. smile then went to become infectious for everybody else that that person impacted on. So sit on your cloud and be proud and think 100 years from now when I'm no longer here, what is the ripple effect that I want to have made in the world? And how? What did I have to build? Who did I have to be? Who did I consistently have to show up as each and every day for me to have created that? And that gets you very clear about your vision, the impact you want to make, how many lives you want to make an impact on, and what do you need to have built 
that as a business that can facilitate that happening because then you don't have to be there to actually make that happen you create a business that does that for you even when you're not there does that make sense you are a force for good it absolutely makes sense um what i hear you saying is that you have to get clear not so much in where you want to get but who you want to serve right and how you want to serve them what are their pains right what is it that you want to bring that is going to alleviate some of the suffering that they're going through. So whether it is because you want to get them to be healthier because you're a nutritionist or, you know, you're a a consultant, a coach, um, and all the areas that we can affect people in a positive way. So I love that. Now, you know, besides getting clear about who you want to serve, there's also this idea that you have to also know where you want to get, right? So the idea of attaching a number to your vision. Okay. Yeah, so that's yeah. important, right? So my Fair. question to you, Sammy, is when you are actually putting that number out there, doesn't that actually put you right back into focusing on the wrong thing? <laughs> um, it can do. And I made that mistake in business number five. And I, I really, I focused on the wrong thing. So I, again, like you can still focus on impact, right? I've always been focused on impact. But what I found was I was so focused on impacting the lives of others, I forgot about the life that I wanted to have. And as a result of that, I really burned out badly, very badly. And uh, my business partner at that time, the left-hand side of his body collapsed through stress. And I ended up in hospital four times in as many months, so in four months in hospital four times. And the last time I ended up in the hospital, a consultant pulled me through into his room and he said, Miss Blindell, you have to change what you're doing. If I see you in this room even one more time, I cannot guarantee that what you're doing to your body is going to be reversible. You have to change what you're doing. But it still wasn't enough. He'd said that to me three times already. And all I was thinking was, shit, I've got this proposal I've got to get out. I've got this client to serve. I've got this to do. Everybody else came before me because I have this fierce, um, very fierce high value of loyalty. It's like a fierce value. And so like, you know, I'm, I'm extremely loyal and I expect people to be loyal to me. So when I go into a relationship with someone, even a client relationship, the relationship means everything to me. So I'm very careful about, like with Brand Builders Club, like it's invitation only. You can't get into it unless you've been invited to be a part of that. So, you know, I see that as my family. I spend more time with you guys than I do with my own family. So it's important to me that when I'm creating products or businesses, that they're businesses that I'm really freaking in love with. And because I learned that lesson back then, where the consultant said that to me, And it still wasn't enough. But then he said this other thing to me next. And I've only just recently started sharing this. And I was interviewed on another podcast this morning. And and I was talking about this. It's when he said to me, Miss Blindell, you are free to make your own choices. But you are not free of the consequences of those choices. That's what got me thinking. That's when I started to think, well, hang on a minute. If this is a whole thing around cause and effect, and this business is hurting me, and I've created this, what is it that I have done? What have I missed that's created this result where I'm burned out and feeling broken because I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I was working 18 to 20 hours a day, and I still didn't feel like it was enough. So what I came to the conclusion after a lot of thinking about this, the conclusion I came to 
was that I'd set loads of goals for the business. I had financial goals. I had all these other kind of goals for everything. But the one thing I didn't have a goal for was my life. I had a vision for the business. I had no vision for me. So I had to get really clear about that vision. Now, you know, I ended up, um, we were going through the process of selling that company for 7.8 million pounds, which would probably be, I don't know, about 11,000, sorry, $11 million or something. Um, you know, we'd built that over seven years. But that business was so painful to me that when he said that about the choices, I thought, well, it's too painful. I don't, I, I want a clean break. I, I want to buy myself some peace. Like all I wanted was peace. That was the only thing that I could think about right then was peace and what peace meant to me. And when I got clear on what my personal vision was, it wasn't the business that I built wasn't going to deliver that. It was a brilliant business for someone, but it wasn't a brilliant business for me. Mm-hmm. And we ended up selling that company to my operations director. And I literally bought my freedom and I went over to France and that's where I stayed for four and a half years. And it wasn't until I started to build up, I launched How to Build a Brand while I was over there, built a global resource, started traveling all around the world, getting speaking engagements. That's when I launched a company in Canada. So we've got a brand strategy company in Canada. And then in 2017, we launched Brand Builders Club. Uh, This year, we launched One Drop Movement to unite one million one dropreneurs to, to really create a force of change for good by collaborating instead of competing. And, you know, there's so much good stuff going on. And it's because I got focused on my life and and the vision for my life. And now I build my businesses and my products and my services. They're all built around the life I want, not around what I have. Wow. I love It's that. made a big difference to me. So you actually need two visions. That's what's going to create the success. That's when you're in complete flow and you're completely congruent. And you really need to create your personal vision first and then create the business vision to give you everything that you want in your life. Because seriously, I know so many people that even though they create the vision for their life and then they create the business that they think is giving them the vision for that life, they're not being congruent. They're not being the walking, talking, living, breathing, eating, sleeping demonstration that their own freaking business is working, right? You know, they're, they're not the best example of that. You can't be like, you know, training people on how to build a seven-figure business if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. You can't be teaching people how to lose weight and be fit and healthy if you're eating burgers every day and you're like a million pounds overweight. Like you, you it's just not congruent. You've got to be the brand, not just create a brand. You've got to be it as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really be that best demonstration. Be, be the demonstration of what absolutely – freaking excellent amazing exciting brilliant business looks like be that great example be that role model and it takes bringing those two visions together and sammy you know we're talking about so many things here we're talking about freedom we're talking about lifestyle we're talking about you know all of this and i know also that you work hard but what changed what is the difference between working hard at that business and working hard now I felt like I was working. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm working at all now. Um, I think the difference as well is in my previous businesses, I was exchanging time for money. 
So as a consultant and a coach um, and branding, like we were delivering branding, social media, marketing, you know, we, we delivered, it was a full service branding, marketing and web agency. So, um, you know, we built that up. And so if I didn't show up, then we weren't getting paid. And we had 13 staff, we had offices, we had all the costs associated with that. It, it was, I remember um, it was 23 and a half thousand pounds. So about $26,000 a month just to open the doors on the business. So that was our fixed costs before we even made any money. So it was just, um, it felt like work. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we, we literally sold everything. We went for a minimalist lifestyle in January. We bought a 61 foot boat and we moved everything onto the boat. We, we now travel full time. Um, you know, I've, we've been taking lovely walks and sunbathing on the top of the boat and, you know, and then I'll have a client call and then, I'll, you know, it's like, it's a lifestyle that I have now. And, and by building systems and processes, that's the biggest key, you know, and Michael Gerber, as you know, E-Myth, he actually signed a load of books for our Brand Builders Club members last year. Um, and he talks about systemizing, you know, your business as if it's a franchise, like treat it, treat your business as if you don't exist in that business. And that's how I do that with all of my things. So I've got 27 mentors within the Brand Builders Club community that look after our members. I put leadership teams in place. There are uh, global ambassadors for our Brand Builders Club members. If they have an issue, they can work with the ambassador. So I've put things in place where when I show up, I can show up in my absolute 100% fullest attention and capacity to be completely present with you and and that's something that means more to me than anything so you know I go live in the brand builders club group at 8 a.m every morning I go live for the confessions of a global change maker show at five o'clock every night and that's really my only commitments Mm -hmm. so I don't have to work hard anymore I choose to do the things that I do and my time really is more focused now on how can I create exponential impact So I create mini courses. We're just about to launch two of our first of 365 books. Um, So there's going to be a book for every day of the year, something within entrepreneurialism that can really help you to make the shift. And there's the podcast that's launching and there's all kinds of stuff that's happening. But everything I I do is exponential. So it's reaching and impacting in an exponential way. And I believe that I need to be that best demonstration of what that looks like. So our members know the journey they, they you know I've, I've achieved the success I've walked the path I know what to do I know what not to do and I share all of that stuff in there so that people can can learn from that they don't have to go through the same shizazzle that I go through <laughs> exactly I love it there's like a sunbeam like right like coming from I know it's like oh, your oh, yeah. beautiful <laughs> the universe has popped in for a little bit of a chat as well <laughs> yes, exactly. So yes, absolutely. And all our listeners, um, I'm sure they're getting so much value from all these life experiences that you're sharing. And um, now building a, a brand is really all about getting it so good that people start talking about it, right? Like, and I know that you did this on primarily, you know, uh, the Ackerman woman, you know, which I like to say, which is uh, <laughs> word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Advertising. <laughs> yes. So how, how did you do this? Like, what is the key component of your business in order for people to start? Like, did you ask them to, 
what did you do to get the word to be spread? You just got to start serving. The more you serve, the more you sell. The more impact you create, the more income follows that. It's just a simple equation. With the universe, you know, the universe delivers in proportion to what you give it out. So if you haven't got enough, I'm going to move a little bit because this little sunbeam is um, <laughs> is overtaking the thing. I don't even know if you can see me. Um, I don't even know that I can change it. There you go. I'm just going to be a sunbeam for you for the rest of the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's all good. Our listeners won't even see you anyways, but if we post this on YouTube, then they're going to be like, what is that? Is she an angel or what? <laughs> you need to take a screenshot of what this looks like right now so that you can share everyone. Um Yes. The uh, the key thing is that, uh, you know, you, when you're serving, when you're in that complete zone <clears throat> of serving, um, you can't you can't be sad. You can't feel fear. You don't get in anxiety because you're not thinking about you. So if you put all of your focus and I encourage you put like 100 percent of your focus onto your ideal clients. Um, do it for 12 weeks just try it for 12 weeks I did that for 12 weeks I did nothing else I, I didn't put anything else into my diary there were very few things of course I had other things I needed to do but I tried to clear as much as I could so that for 12 weeks I could just focus on a heartbeat strategy what I mean by what I call a heartbeat strategy many people call it touch points and they say you need seven touch points or 41 touch points I believe but it's heartbeats that we want. People don't want you to just touch them. They want you to give them an experience. They, they want to feel you. They want, they want to build connection with somebody who solved the problem that they want to solve, right? So I believe in creating heartbeats. I believe that when you build enough heartbeats, that it creates trust. Trust creates credibility. Because people then, they start hearing about you. As you said, your brand is what other people say it is when you're not there. So when you build enough trust, you start to create credibility where people are talking about you. When that happens, credibility creates a connection between strangers and your brand. So people that didn't know about you before, someone said, oh my God, you've got to talk to the brand builder, Sammy Blindell. Right? It does what it says on the tin, right? I've got a good fame name. It says what I do. They don't need to spend the rest of their lives trying to explain to their friend what I do. They say, someone says, I really want to build my brand. And they say, well, you need to speak to the brand builder. Done, right? Yeah. So I've kept my brand very simple and that's the key thing. So then they, they, um, they experience you in some other way. Maybe they find you on Facebook or they see you on YouTube or they hear you on a podcast and they think, oh, okay, well, and they connect with you because that person, like Sabrina, you, thank goodness, um, love what I do so much that you want to feature me on your show. And I love you so much that I want to feature you on my show. So there's a connection there and that's what you're looking for. So that trust creates credibility. Credibility creates connection. When you have connection, that creates conversation and that conversation, that's where you create the conversion and the only conversion that you ever, ever, ever need to focus on from a heartbeat point of view, it's not a conversion of money because you can't convert somebody unless they trust you. The conversion, the first one and only conversion you ever need to think about is the conversion from a stranger to a friend. And once they're a friend, you engage them into hopefully a lifetime relationship that is of value to both parties. 
and it's a, tr- a, a double win or a triple win. So for me, that heartbeat strategy was all about creating as much connection and as many heartbeats and building as much trust and as much credibility in my brand as I could over that 12-week period. So I just set out, I asked questions. I asked lots of questions and I put surveys out. And the more people that started to join my list, I kept putting surveys out to them. So I got to the point where I'd done enough research that, you know, like I put a little thing up into my groups and, and, um, and groups that I was in with other people and said, hey, I've been asked to deliver this. And this was true. I'd been asked to deliver a two-hour seminar at somebody else's event on how to build a brand. Well, that's the name of my company. So I get found very easily. People, anybody that's talking about needing a speaker on stage to talk about brand or brand building, they get me in. Or personal branding, they get me in because it's in my name. It's what we do. So... I get this two hour speaking gig and I put out a a, a post into several groups and said, Hey, I've been invited to speak for two hours on how to build a brand. What are some of the things that you as an entrepreneur want to know about how to build your brand? I'd love to know because then I can build the presentation around what people actually want instead of what I think they want. So I really appreciate your comments below. I ended up with like 21 comments in one group and there are I think 19 comments in another group. And then I just set to work one by one, went through each of those questions and I made a video. We didn't have live streaming or summits or, you know, online summits. We didn't have any of that stuff back then. So I used the tools that I had available to me and that was my phone. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need anything else. I had my phone. I could create videos on my phone and I could get them straight up into Facebook. And that's what I did. And I only used Facebook. I didn't use any other social media at that time. And, uh, and I just went on, I'd create a video. I'd say, Sabrina, thank you so much for your question on how do I build a personal brand at the same time as a business brand? Or Sabrina, thank you for your question on what is a fame name? How do you build a brand with a fame name? What even is a fame name? How do you do that? Well, if you, like Sabrina, want to know what this means to you and how you can use a fame name in your business, over the next three minutes, I'm going to share how you can do that. And by the way, if you've got a question, please pop it in the comments below and I'll make a video just for you. So let's start talking about your fame name. And so I just created loads of videos and I answered those questions. And then I'd post that video on Facebook. I'd tag Sabrina in and I'd say, Sabrina, thank you so much for your question on what is a fame name? Because it's all keywords, right? Keywords all the time. It's what people are searching for. So Sabrina, thank you for your question on fame names. Um, I actually created you a video and I'd love for you to share it with anybody who's building a business and they want to build a strong personal brand. Um, I'd love for you to share it with them or tag them in, in this video. And by the way, if you've got any other questions, I'd love to serve and support you by asking them. or You ask them and I'll answer them for your community. And they, it was just share, 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 share. So over that 12-week period, That's all I did. I committed to completely and wholeheartedly serving in my fullest capacity of what that meant to me. Mm -hmm. And after about um, four weeks, I had enough response and enough credibility that it was starting to create conversations. It was starting to get people to say, Sammy, can I have a, um, you know, do you do any kind of brand audit? Do you do any sessions? Can I have a one-to-one? So I started to get inquiries by about week six or seven. I'd created my book or that I'd, I'd done the first, um, 
within the actually within the first month I'd already written the first six chapters in seven days of my book but by about like midway through about five or six weeks in to my 12-week commitment I realized from the questions that people were giving me that I'd written the wrong book so I'd actually wasted my time focusing on that. And that taught me a big lesson. That's why in Brand Builders Club, we always focus on what is the customer searching for? What are they asking for? If you build it around them, you'll never, ever create something that people won't buy. It'll always be successful because you've built it around the customer. So that really taught me a huge lesson. By week eight to nine, I had enough information that I was able to reach out to all the people I'd built trust and credibility with and say, hey, I'm going to create a program called the Brand Accelerator. I'm looking for 18 entrepreneurs who are purpose-driven. You want to build your business fast. You want to accelerate where you are. You want global exposure. You want to attract loads of new customers that pay you what you're worth and double, if not triple, your prices so that your personal brand is so strong People want to buy from you and they don't even know you. They don't even know anything about you, but they're, they're committed to you. How many of you would be interested in that? I've only got 18 places to be able to do that. And I had this huge list of all these people that I built trust with, which created the conversation. I jump on a call with them and said, okay, so this is a 6,000 pound program. Um, you know, you, if you want to be bringing in that kind of exposure and what that kind of exposure could lead to, it's probably six figures in your business. Well, would you be willing for six figures to put £6,000 in to get that kind of return on investment? Well, of course, it was a no-brainer. So within that 12 weeks, I actually ended up with £18,000 a month of consistent, relentless income, which covered me for the next six months. So that 12-week strategy, so many entrepreneurs, they commit to a strategy, and like especially they join Brand Builders Club and they start doing it, and they get like four weeks in and they might not be seeing the money coming back to them yet. Well, because they haven't built enough trust. And then they get eight weeks in and they're like, well, I've got some inquiries coming in. They start to lose faith in it. And uh, not necessarily in Brand Builders Club. I'm talking about business owners, business owners that are trying to do it on their own. In Brand Builders, we recognize that so we can catch it. But people outside of brand builders, they might be going through this process and they're thinking, well, I created this product and it's not working. It's not that the product is not working. It could be that the product's not working, but it's likely if people aren't even going to the product, it's not the product, is it? It's the trust. It's the credibility. It's the heartbeats. You haven't got enough heart. You haven't got enough love around what you're building. And if you build a community, if you build a movement around anything, the product can be absolute shite. But if you build a, a global community around it, you're soon going to get people going through it and giving you feedback so that you can improve it and then sell it to the rest of the world. So that was the strategy, basically. And I got to the end of 12 weeks and I was thinking, wow, £18,000 a month. And that's just on one product. And I've just over the last 12 weeks, I've done so much research that by, by that point, um, I had many, many thousands of people on my list. Well, within a two, three year period, it was about three years, I'd built my list up to the point that I was able to put a survey out to 40,000 entrepreneurs to ask them about their next steps and where the pains were in their business. Of those 40,000 people that we sent that list out to the, the survey to, I interviewed 1,000 of the people that put the, their question, their answers back. And um, out of those thousand, we were able to work out what are the top seven 
universal problems that entrepreneurs experience in their business. And that's what we built the Brand Builders Club program around. So you just got to start those heartbeats and you might be starting right at the very beginning. Of course, I'm looking at my business now and it's easy for you to look at me and go, well, it's all right for you. You've got this massive list. You've got 50,000 people that are following you across your different channels and you're doing this and you've, you know, I've created over a thousand mini courses and products now. Uh, There's over 70 products. You know, there's all sorts of stuff I've created over a six year period, but I had to start somewhere. And if I were looking at me now, and comparing myself and saying, well, to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to have this many businesses and you need to uh, have this many products and this many people following you. It's, it's, it's BS. It's like, what is it? If I'd have thought about that, it would have been too big for me as a goal. I'd have been paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So if I'd have thought about me in that process, I couldn't have done it. But the fact is, I thought about you. I thought about the customer. I thought about how can I serve and who would I need to be? If I were going to create the world's largest and most valuable brand building resource, well, what does that look like? And who do I need to be to have created that? And what one thing do I need to have done every day that leads me closer to moving the needle on building the world's most valuable and largest brand building resource? And that's, that's all I could focus on. And I had to stay in that energy. If ever I came out into, oh my God, I'm not big enough for this. Oh my God, I'm not pretty enough. Or I'm not slim enough or I'm not wealthy enough or I'm not enough if I'd have gone into any of those things I wouldn't have been able to build the stuff that I've built and quite frankly I can't think about me because I do get paralyzed when somebody asked me the other day on a podcast have you have you even think about what you've built and how big it is no I don't think about it I can't think about it the only thing I can think about is what ripple effect am I going to make today that's going to move the needle forward for every business that's in my network which in turn, if I'm helping them, if they've got strong businesses, I have a strong business. I had a load of people say to me, we're going through this whole Corona thing right now. Sammy, how are you dealing with Corona? Like what's happening? How are you dealing with that? And I'm like, I'm not even thinking about it. They're like, how can you not think about it? I said, well, because if I'm helping others to have a strong business, I'll automatically have a strong business. I don't have time to think about me. (laughs) And whilst ever you think about yourself, you'll always get into the little I. You'll think about what you sound like, what you look like, and you'll think about all that stuff. And it's just BS that your mind and your ego is telling you. And, and it's, it's easy to believe it. Yes. But as soon as you put that focus on others, you can't help but be in a, in a motivational energy and, and success. It's, it's impossible not to achieve it. And as I'm hearing you, Sam, you know, what comes to mind is one thing that I hear a lot and I experience with clients even is this idea that, you know, because like you said, you started somewhere and when you started that Facebook group, it was a free group, right? It wasn't yes. a membership. I still it have it. I still have it. You still have it. And, um, and you started probably with just you and then perhaps a few other oh, yeah. people that you invited. And, you know, I, th- I think that people, they get so caught up that they feel like, oh, it's so much work and it's going to take forever. And they don't realize how quickly success happens when, when yeah. it happens. Right. I mean, so many times we set our goals, uh, you know, so far and it sometimes really does take longer than you want it. But then sometimes it actually surprises you and it hits momentum and you're like, whoa, <laughs> Right. And I think that's almost like and I think that if you haven't experienced that in your life or in your business yet, that's when you're really like, oh, my gosh, it's going to take me forever to get to 50,000 followers. (laughs) Don't even think about that. It only takes one person to start a community. And when you what I would say is 
go into your brand building and business building strategy completely intentional from a position of creating brand ambassadors from the very beginning. You're not wanting customers. You're wanting brand ambassadors. So what are the steps you can take in your business and in your life to have created people that love what you do and love what you deliver so much that they want to go out and talk about it? So keep what you're doing easy to remember. Keep it memorable. Keep it repeatable. Keep it shareable. Make it simple. Make it stuff that other people can just go out and talk about you. It's going to be so much less hard work. You know, when I think about how hard work it was to build my businesses before, and now literally you can just switch the tap on um, to, to a whole flood of inquiries. And, you know, you've got, you've got ability to turn a Facebook ad on and be in front of every single ideal customer that you could want on the planet, right? You could turn a Google ad on and, and you're not even just connecting with people on Facebook now. You're connecting with the whole world. There are ways that you can just switch it on. And it's like a tap. And you can switch it on or you can switch it off. We didn't have that back then. Like I didn't have the, the money to invest in doing that. It existed, but I didn't have the money to do that. And I, knew, I wanted to create an organic strategy. And what I mean by that is when, I, when you create an organic brand, one that uses the process that I've just talked about, remember the heartbeat strategy, when you create an organic brand, it's always going to be there. It's not going away. It's only going to get stronger. When you switch an add-on to get in front of people very quickly, as soon as you switch that add-off, you disappear again. So you want to be creating organic and online at the same time, ideally, because the, the tap you switch on will drive people to your credibility. And then you want to build the credibility even stronger so they stick around and then they go tell others. So I don't need to advertise anymore. I don't spend anything on advertising right now because everybody else is talking about it in a positive way. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, like, if you're in the business of teaching people how to do things being resourceful, right? And if you come in from this ideal positioning, let's say, that you have all this money to invest, right? Then how can people even resonate with you? It's, not, it's just not duplicatable, right? So it makes a lot of sense, for sure. And that is why you, you've been experiencing the amount of success that you have. So it's really cool uh, to, to hear you speak of this, you know, and see the, the, the great mind behind the brand, the entrepreneur. Um, now, we're approaching the time to end this, Sammy. And, you know, since this podcast really is about defining success for you and also um, what freedom means to you, you know, if you can go there and we can, you know, end this with, uh, with your idea of what success is and what freedom really means to you. Oh, what a good question. I haven't been asked this question before. How interesting is that? Um, it's a simple question, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Very good question. Um, what does freedom mean to me? Freedom to me means being able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want. And I don't have to look at my bank account to tell me whether I can do it or not. Freedom to me is being able to treat my friends and family for a big contribution. Remember, um, freedom to me is being able to finish this podcast and put my dogs on a lead 
and go and hang around around water and countryside and nature and watch the swans go by to be able to stop and look at butterflies and just not have anything to rush back for freedom to me is about doing things because I want to not because I have to and the energy around the got to get to it's something of a thing of the past and and whilst ever I stay in that energy of complete gratitude like my husband and I constantly walk around and we go oh my god I love my life I love our life like he said it to me today and I said well I love our life and he went I love our life more you know it's almost (laughs) like you know and we couldn't have said that many years ago I think um you got to have those amazing people behind you. I'm so grateful, so very grateful. But as you talk about, you know, you create success by design. And what I have, what we have, we haven't created by accident. It's been, we've learned by accident and we've made massive mistakes, mm-hmm. really painful mistakes, like real, like you feel like the world has ended type of mistakes. And things keep happening to you and then they're, they're always going to happen to you. But when it comes to it all said and done, when you believe in what you do and you get to see the results of what you do each and every day and you live in that energy, you can't help but want to do more of it. And so you always then feel like you're a kid in a candy store getting to do, like I get to do what I do every day. Wow, you know, I'm, I'm inspired by my members. I'm inspired by watching your growth. I'm inspired by the things that each and every one of our members are doing. And that makes me want to go out and do more. And I wasn't inspired like that before. And I think, I suppose if we really get down to it, uh, living a, a free life, being being free to me is is you being able to inspire yourself. Wow. Like if you can't inspire yourself, how can you inspire others? Exactly. Love that. Love that. I'm sure that this is going to, you know, it's going to be a takeaway for so many listening. So <laughs> thank you, Sammy. Thank you for being here, for being who you are, which is a gift for the world. Thank you. And I am excited to publish this. So thank you very much. And for those thank of you, you that are curious about the Brand Builders Club, um, you can just Google and you'll, you'll find it um, right there. Sammy Blindell, Brand Builders Club. Thank well, you. you're better off Googling me because the Brand Builders Club is invitation only. So they won't find Brand Builders Club. You'll find it, but you won't be able to get in. So the very best thing to do is to go and join the How to Build a Brand Facebook group. And that's where we can start conversations, start showing up. Let's connect and uh, let's build that trust. Let's build that connection. And let's see if that journey is the right step for you. If it's not, I know loads of people that can take you where you want to go. Awesome. Great, great. There you go. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for joining us today. To join our free Facebook group and access the links and resources mentioned in the shows and much more, go to www.sabrina-gagnon.com. That is G-A-G-N-O-N. You will become a member of a private Facebook group dedicated to providing the best practices, skills, and strategies to grow your business. And remember, we all have natural advantages that comes from our instinctive power. You are perfectly created to accomplish so much. Let's challenge the status quo and create a business and life you love.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.